0: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
1: Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverse impact. The following podcast
0: is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the Always <laughs> Said Podcast. I pushed the start button
1: prematurely. I said, wait, wait, wait. And then she already finished it. That's there's okay. there's no going back. You know what? I'll tell you what I was going to say. I was just going to say, let's remember when this is going up, you know, because we're yeah. batching. We mentioned that at in every single episode. I'm sure you guys are, you get the point. We're batching. After Christmas. After Christmas, this is going up right before the new year. So we hope you guys had an amazing this is, holiday. This is going to go up
0: in the limbo. The twilight zone era.
1: This is the major twilight zone. When
0: there's that week between Christmas and New Year's and you're just.
1: Trying to figure out who you are and what your purpose is. Yeah. And you're
0: also like scrambling to figure out what you're going to do for the new year.
1: Ooh, that sends a shiver up my spine. (laughs) Y'all okay out there? (laughs) Is everybody doing okay? Welcome back to the What We Said podcast, guys. Lovely to have you here. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for all of your support. We're going to coming do, back. I think we've done this type of episode every year. Every year, right? Um, I think at least 3 years. We're doing a uh, 22 things we learned in 2022. What if this
0: becomes like the, in 2040? Like what we learned in 2040, we have to do 20 things each.
1: You mean, oh, cuz there's because it's four, yeah, like are we just going to keep
0: going up? The numbers just gonna keep going up
1: every year, yeah, we might have to cut it back at some point. <laughs> we each we did a total of twenty two things, eleven things each that we learned. um, and we were just saying sometimes it's hard to really think about, you know, ten to fifteen new things that you learned, yeah, completely new and unique things that you learned this year uh, that you maybe didn't know the year before or something. But I feel like, it it will, there will be probably repeats because it's proof that you have to learn the same lessons over and over and over in life. You know what? That's my
0: first one that I, the thing that I learned this year. Really? Yeah. That life is just, I'll just start with this one and then we can go into your life update after oh, this. But l-
1: let me quickly tell you that the life update is that I got a spray tan <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I was saying I might have to be back in my spray tan era because it is really thorough and it's very, I love self-tanning. But I feel like spray tans just get every nook and cranny and you don't have to do any of the work. You literally just stand there and then you shower a few hours later and it's just great. Spray tans are elite. Yeah. My hands are a little orangey and like blotchy, a tiny bit. I think I needed to put more lotion on them, but everything else is looking great. And I'm a fan. Might be back in my spray tan era. Stay tuned. Ugh. That was my only update. Go ahead with what you've learned. And no, you this get
0: into is, it. I'm just thinking about getting a spray tan and
1: how nice it is
0: and how just
1: beautiful you feel afterwards. Literally, it cured my depression. Yeah, it's and crazy. I, and I felt legitimately so much cuter. I'm yeah. like, wait, I look beautiful. And yes. also my skin. I'm like, my skin actually looks pretty good. 100%. Because the way
0: they yeah. do your face, it's like, ugh. I love it. Same. Well, my first thing that I learned this year is exactly what you just said. And I literally wrote down life is one big lesson and we'll never have it all figured out, but that's okay. We've had to learn, like, I personally have had to learn a lot of the same lessons over and over and over again. And every time I'm like, okay, I got it. After the third time I've learned lesson, I'm like, okay, all right, now I've got it. It always comes back and I'm always
1: like, it got me again. <laughs> yeah, it gets you when you don't see it coming.
0: Exactly. And I feel like the older I get, The more I know, the less I know. And so it's just, you think at some age you'll have it all figured out. And it just, that's not the case. And that's okay. Kind of comforting. Yeah. Knowing that you
1: literally will never have it all figured out. So there's no need to. There's no need to fret. Yeah. Okay. My number one thing on my list is I feel like this year has been a big teacher for me in Letting things flow and not forcing things. I think that I've been very ruthless with saying yes or no to things. And what I mean by that is kind of being aware of what feels very good to me and what feels like it's just flowing and it feels right. And I have really tried to say no to things that I feel like are just not worth my time and energy. And if I'm not feeling creative, here's an example. If I'm not feeling creative, I do not force it at all. And I think in the past I used to force it a lot because I was like, well, it's my job. It's my job to be creative. Um, and you know, I need to show up every day and like create stuff. That's, that's the point. And that led me to the most massive burnout phase that legitimately lasted years because I was just forcing myself. And I think there's something to be said for being consistent and showing up when like things aren't perfect, but there's another type of, I don't know, energy that I feel like I used to have where it would be like, okay, I don't feel like making content today because I'm feeling depleted, but doesn't matter, get up and do it. And now I have the mindset of like, okay, why am I feeling depleted and kind of figuring out the root cause of that and then being like, oh yeah, I actually have been doing a lot and I'm going to take a rest for an hour and, or, you know, just little things like that, instead of forcing and pushing myself to do things. And like, for example, if I'm not feeling it to make a TikTok, which today was one of those days where I was like scrambling, trying to think of ideas. I was like, what could I post on TikTok today? And nothing was flowing. And I'm like, I'm not going to post one. Like if I get an idea randomly tonight, great, but I'm not going to force it. And that has just helped me not burn out. Yeah. And be a lot more just like create things that are actually coming from the best place, which is like true creativity and, and the desire to like post or do things. And so that has been a really important lesson for me to learn this year. And I think I will continue to have to learn it, but it's good to practice that.
0: I love that. You've allowed yourself to shine. Thank you. Instead of working yourself to the bone and dulling yourself down. Exactly. Wow. I just made that up.
1: Wow. Put that on a (laughs) t-shirt.
0: Okay. The next one that I have is the chugiest quote of all. And I love it because first of all, we've said before, chuginess is is comforting. There's Mm -hmm. something about Harry Potter, millennials, like that kind of stuff that just has this comforting feeling. But the quote is All that one wander are not lost. And I think this year I've felt very lost at some points in various different areas of life. And when I do feel lost and like I'm losing myself, whatever. It's really easy to also add shame onto the top of that and be like, oh, my gosh, like I and I start to scramble kind of like what you were just saying, like I start to scramble and try and pressure myself and, and like push myself to find the answer when in actuality, the more I just like lean into it and just look and kind of let life take me where, you know, it's obviously already going. I tend to actually find more truth and find myself even more if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I think that's what I'm going to take into the next coming years is times when I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't know the answer. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I have complete certainty. That's okay. And sometimes you have to go down the wrong path to figure out you're going down the right path or that that's not the right path for you. And you got to turn around.
1: Yeah. Do you have like a specific example in mind?
0: I have many that have that are coming to mind. I feel like in all of my belief systems this year have been I've been deconstructing them and breaking them all down the way that I eat, the things that I believe in, the way that I wanted to be a parent, the way that I wanted to show up in the world as a as a, you know, working person in society. All of these things and like how I feel about the way that I look again, all these lessons I thought that I'd learned and the thought that I was so, you know, secure and had just locked on lockdown were being just it's weird because it's not even like anything physically happened. Well, I guess, yes, it did actually physically happen, but
1: giving birth. (laughs) yeah. Yeah,
0: but I just mean, even in just like my beliefs and stuff, obviously, of every single area of life. And I'm being serious. Every single area of life I had to talk to my therapist about every week would be a new one. I'm like, I, don't, I didn't think I would ever question this and now I am. And so I would constantly be saying to my therapist, why do I feel like this? Why am I not? Why am I so confused? Why am I feeling so conflicted? Why do I feel so lost? Why, do I, why don't I know the answer? And he's like, you ask a lot of questions. I'm like, yeah, I do. Uh, apparently, I do. And he's like, "What are the answers to any of those?" And I'm like, "That's a good question in and of itself. Why do I <laughs> ask myself so many questions?" But, anyways, he was just kind of saying, like, you don't have to. I don't know every little thing. You don't have to think so deeply. Like, Why is this happening this way? And just go with the flow of life. It's kind of like what we talk about. I can't control every aspect, even though I I have this like illusion that I can if I do certain things. So, yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Do you think that the catalyst for all of this is like becoming a parent and kind of having a, what's the word I'm looking for? Just obviously a huge lifestyle shift and being like, oh my gosh, now what do I want to be like for my kid? And like, he's watching. So what is that kind of? 100%. Yeah.
0: It's like how, again, you you just always have ideas of how, what kind of a parent you're going to be. And I remember saying so many things before I had a baby. Like, I'm going to, this, this, this. I'm going to cook him all of his meals and I'm going to have him have no screen time. And I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm going to have the perfect routine. And it just basically comes down to, I always thought that I needed to be absolutely perfect and not for anybody else's sake. Abby was telling me, like her therapist was telling her that perfectionists feel like they have to be perfect for themselves. And narcissists feel like they have to be perfect for other people. They feel like they have to like put on they have to look good to other people. And she was saying perfectionist. They are like, okay, yeah, that's great for everybody else, but I have to have, I have to be perfect. Like that's nothing's good enough for me kind of thing. And I realized that that is, you know, I I think a lot of us struggle with that. So something I had to kind of realize maybe areas of my life that I was doing that, where I was like, you're saying being narcissistic? No, no, no. Oh, being perfectionist. The perfectionist. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Where it was all like, I don't care what other people do. I don't, I think I even said that. I'm like, I don't care what other people, how other people think I look even. It's like. It's like your own. Yeah, so everyone else view. could tell me I look this certain way. It doesn't matter if I don't feel that way, then it just still, I'll still be sad about it and I'll still be, you know, wanting to work on it. And vice versa. If everybody thinks I look horrible, but I think I look great. I'm like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I literally don't care. So anyways, where was I going with that? Oh, the, just the perfectionism thing. I think that when I became a parent, I realized that that was me trying to be this perfect being that's impossible to reach. And it was basically just a huge expectation that I had put on myself that I was inevitably going to be disappointed in myself because it's impossible to be perfect. And so I had to kind of, I also realized I couldn't do everything. I couldn't be everywhere at one time. So I just kind of had to. Everything, it was easier for me to have the illusion that I was almost being perfect, I feel like. And then I had a baby and I was like, oh my gosh, like the illusion isn't like fading very quickly. I'm, it's becoming very clear to me that it is impossible for me to be perfect. So yeah. I'm having to kind of deal with the consequences of that. But
1: that makes sense. I love, love, love Element. This is a brand that I have been using for a while. Chelsea is also on board in full swing And Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. It has a lot of salt and no sugar. So it's super important to replenish electrolytes. And this is not only if you're an athlete. It's just if you're trying to keep an active lifestyle, if you've had a few glasses of wine, you've been working out, whatever it is. Um, Element contains a science-backed electrolyte ratio. So 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, and it has no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Element is formulated to help anyone with their electrolyte needs and is perfectly suited if you're following a keto, low-carb, or a paleo diet. They also have so many good flavors. I really love the citrus salt. The watermelon salt is also delicious. Um, I'm a big fan.
0: Nick loves the orange salt. That's his favorite. And I'm glad because watermelon salt is mine. So we don't dip into each other's uh, stashes. But literally, Nick tries to convert everybody that we know to Element. That's almost the first thing he says to them. Have you ever tried Element? And he has a couple packs in his like uh, travel packs in his, I don't know, usually in the stroller or in my purse, let's be honest, and makes everybody try it. And everyone loves it. Element is used by everyone from NBA, NFL, and NHL players, Olympic athletes, Navy SEALs, to everyday moms and dads, and exercise enthusiasts. Right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single-serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all the eight flavors, or you can share Element with a friend as well. You can get yours at drinkelement.com slash whatwesaid. This deal is only available through our link. You must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash what we said, and you can try it totally risk free. So Element offers no questions asked refunds. You have nothing to lose. Go check it out.
1: Macy's, Macy's, Macy's. You can take your shopping to a whole new level on the Macy's app. You guys can stay on top of online orders, returns, take advantage of their price checking feature. Um, I love uh, an app for some shopping, makes things more streamlined. Macy's has literally everything you could ever want. If you want to stock up on like beauty favorites, they have tons of fragrances, lots and lots of shoes, clothing, jewelry, great gift ideas. You know, the holidays are kind of over, but let's normalize getting ourselves things for New Year's or for you know, if you got a gift card, maybe, maybe you got a gift card from Macy's from a loved one and you can go cash it in now. There's still, there's still lots of things to shop for always.
0: Macy's has really cute shoes. You guys, okay. If you're looking for some cute new shoes for the year, you got to check out Macy's because they've got Ugg. They've got Steve Madden specifically. I actually have these shoes. Are, they're like the woman's Charlie's double platform pumps. They're so chunky and cute and a ton of other brands as well. So if you're looking for any categories, like they even have furniture, home decor, blankets, kitchen utensils, anything, check out Macy's, get their mobile app, So you can stay on top of your online orders and returns or take advantage of their price checking feature. Plus Star Rewards members get special features like Star Money Updates and exclusive savings sent right to your phone. So download today for iOS and Android.
1: That's the Macy's app. Go check it out. Okay, I learned the power of a clean space this year. I feel like um, I really prioritized just certain certain rooms in my house being clean and I had a realization kind of recently where I realized that my bathroom is always pretty clean like this past year it is every time I go into it it's clean
0: actually Mm -hmm. I will say your house I've been coming to your house for a long time (laughs) for a few years now and I feel like this year or ever since you moved into this house like your house is always clean when I come over
1: yeah, it. I have genuinely prioritized it and really come to value it. Like, it's weird because I just never used to care about uh, messes. Like, it didn't really bother me if there were clothes on the floor. I'm like, yeah, hey, whatever. That's like how I grew up. My room was always a disaster. You know that? Both of our rooms were yeah. in pigsty, so. in literal filth in high school. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I don't care. That's how I've been my whole life. But now that I've put uh, habits into place of just like cleaning up before I go to bed or when I do my makeup, I'll always put all my stuff away before I leave the uh, bathroom. And I've put those little things into play this year. And I've realized I'm like, honestly, my house is pretty clean most of the time. Like, and when it's not, I'm it's very apparent to me. I'm like, wow, I like really want to clean up right now. So that's something that I've prioritized this year. And I'm proud of myself. I feel like my living room, my bathroom and my bedroom specifically have all they're always pretty clean. And I'm very proud of myself for that because it's made my mind a lot clearer. I think I didn't realize what a mental toll it actually did take on me when it was very messy. And I just thought I didn't care, but I did. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: we all care. But we just don't do. (laughs) Yeah but we live in Phil. Amazing. (laughs) Okay. My next one is if you want to be included, include yourself. I said this on like years ago on my solo episode, like where I was like telling my life story pretty much. Mm -hmm. I was saying how a quote by Kylie Jenner herself, the queen herself, the queen of quotes, (laughs) she said something when she was like, literally 12, they were on a vacation and Kendall was all mad because they didn't invite her to go to like quadding or something. And she was kind of pouting at dinner. And Kylie was like, she looked at Kendall. She's like, I don't let myself not be included. Like I always just include myself if I want to do something. And I'm not kidding when she said that. And I heard her speak those powerful words. (laughs) It changed the way that I looked at just my life. And I feel like I used to, I, we all want to be desired and we all want to be invited and we all want to be included, obviously. But I think sometimes we can get caught up in feeling like the martyr, like feeling like the victim. If it's like, you know, you, when you see other people hanging out, you're like, oh, dang, like they don't invite me. And then you're like, I have literally not invited anybody to do anything. Like I have been a hermit. Yeah. And I think a lot of people- feel that way. And if we just realize that we're all kind of doing the same thing, like, you know, trying our best. And if you want to do something, like if you want to go out more on Friday nights. It's like, oh, I never get invited to do anything on Friday nights. you Like know? you
1: should make the plans.
0: Yeah. Or- make make a plan and invite people. And maybe they can't come, but just and then if they're like, oh, we're going to this bar, sorry, or like we're going out here, literally just ask if you can come. So what if you if they're like, oh gosh, like she wants to come. Like Oh my gosh, I can't believe she invited herself. Just but that's get over also it.
1: like not who you should be sort like hanging out with anyways.
0: No, like, but I think if if you want to get a start somewhere, it's like if they're a little bit also you won't really know that they're annoyed necessarily, unless they're like, ugh,
1: fine, <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, maybe don't go. Because <laughs> I'm picturing if someone's like, uh yeah, you can I'd be like, um, never mind. No, I'm just saying the don't fear,
0: like if your fear is like that, if you invite yourself, they're kind of have like immediate, like, oh like you're inviting yourself like, okay, that even if they think that, that's fine. Like just go and worry about yourself. have Try and have a fun time. And again, yeah, you don't have to go with other people. I'm just saying if it's like if there's like a group of people that you see go out on Friday nights, like just ask to come or if there's something you want to start doing more a and plan. yeah, it's like you want to start doing a cooking class. Oh, I like I want to do it so bad. It's like, OK, then sign up and ask your friends to go do it. Yeah. Like just invite people. People can say no if they don't want to come. And yeah, definitely. I, I find myself, especially this year, I feel like it's very easy. And I see so many new moms complain that their friends like forget about them. But as a new mom, you also forget about your friends. Like I think you know, let's call a spade a spade. It's like you're, you're also also preoccupied. preoccupied. So if they're not inviting you, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, if they're not inviting you out somewhere, first of all, they probably were doing that before anyways. Like, it's not like you've been invited to everything everywhere your entire life, but also if they're doing that and you start to feel sad, like, Think about if you actually invite them over or like if you make plans to because not all not all the time do people want to hang out with you and your kids. So it's like I, I've i seen a lot of t- like moms on social media who are like, well, they don't want to do things with my kids like they don't want to like go to the park with my kids or they don't want to have dinner early with my kids. And it's like, OK, I get that if they never want to compromise for your kids, that that sucks. But also. Maybe do half and half. Maybe compromise for them. They don't have kids. Maybe they don't want to go to dinner at 5 p.m. It's like maybe they want to go to dinner at 7 p.m. You know what I mean? So I think… Everything goes two ways. Yeah, exactly. So take it as a sign for yourself to the first course of action. Check yourself. And then start making plans yourself. And include yourself.
1: Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because you
0: can't… Again, you can't change other people. You can't change what people are doing. And you can't make people like… Think about you.
1: Yeah. True. Um, my next one's kind of silly. I learned that the correct term is stunt double, not stunt devil with a V. Please. Um. I always just assumed I thought it was like Daredevil stunt devil. Like I thought that's what the term was. It was a it was a wild day for me this year <laughs> when I realized it was stunt double. I was shocked. <gasps> Please. If anyone else out there is stupid like me, then I hope you learned something today that's wait when maddie was
0: on this podcast the bad broadcast did you guys do the dumb dumb club or did you do it on hers um i think
1: i don't know if we did it on hers i can't remember well
0: she does the bad broadcast maddie does dumb dumb club on her podcast all the time with things like that yes. and if you guys haven't listened you need to go listen because some of them will truly blow your mind like some of them i'm like okay you're dumb you didn't know that and then other ones i'm like intense what is it intense and purposes I truly thought was intensive purposes
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah, that is a good one
0: there's so many like that
1: yes there are a lot of things like that oh I, I just had a thought I had one but I can't remember
0: you know my app elevate yeah. it actually goes over
1: a lot of those really <laughs> yeah it'll That's be like correct
0: good. this and it'll have certain sayings. some of the sayings I'm like do you think I'm dumb <laughs> like do you really think I'm that dumb but My next one is I've learned this year that aging is beautiful. And hopefully everyone else is learning that at the same time as me. (laughs) I'm like, we're all accepting that, right? (laughs) And but when you accept physical changes, I'm mostly speaking specifically about physical change. Instead of resisting it and hating it, you feel a lot more free. And truly, again, acceptance is like one of the lessons I got to learn over and over and over again, probably for the rest of my life. But that's truly what brings me the most confidence is when I just accept things. And again, that doesn't mean just like, well, I accept my body the way it is. I can't do anything to change it. It's like, okay, I can take the proper steps, but you have to accept where you're at in this moment because you cannot change it this moment. And when you do that, you actually find more motivation to be like, okay, well, I'm the only person who can change this. This is the only body and face that I have. So I'm going to do my best to take care of it. Nourish it and try to make it the best I can.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And I think when you start to feel too much like I've got to completely change, like I wish I looked completely different, it's never going to lead you down a good path. You're never going to find fulfillment from that because you look the way you look. You can't, you know. You can change your hair and you can change your chin. <laughs> You can change your chin. <laughs>
1: yeah. I but did learn that, that this But year. even
0: then, that, that's what I'm saying is like, you can't change. I mean, I guess nowadays you probably can't change way more than you think, but it's like you are you still look like you. You can't yeah.
1: change, you know, who you are. Well, and the mindset is the most important behind it anyway, which goes right into what I, my, my next one. Most of the limitations we have are actually pro, 99% of the limitations we have are just mental limitations that we have placed on ourselves. And I have to say, this year was one of the best, like, of my life. I literally, jokingly on TikTok, I keep saying, like, this was truly my sleigh era. Like, this was my sleigh year. It was a really amazing year. And it, to me is really crazy when i think about the fact that nothing really changed about my situation as far as the things that i've always struggled with perfectionism like workaholism my infertility stuff like none of that has been solved it's like i still struggle with all of those things i'm still not pregnant yet this year was so different than the previous year and and the year before that and i don't I don't want to make it sound like those years were horrible and this year was like perfect or anything like that because there were still very awesome moments in the previous years, yeah like however, it's just really wild for me to look at like wow, none of those things got solved, and I feel way different than I used to yeah. about those things, so the only thing that changed was literally my mentality and my mindset and I just like. I guess to anyone going through infertility or something similar, if you can hopefully relate to this concept that I'm about to share, I've talked about this many times, but this is something that I really thought about this year a lot, which is the concept of pros and cons in your life and how anything that you're going through has pros and cons to it. And I think sometimes when you want something to happen, a.k.a. if you want to get pregnant and you cannot get pregnant. It's very easy to focus on all the cons. It's very easy to focus on my friends are moving on to a different stage without me. I feel, you know, broken. I'm terrified that this will never happen. I want kids. When is it going to happen? Like, How is it going to happen? Feeling, feeling fear, feeling loneliness, feeling isolation. And those are all 100% valid. And I have felt every single one of those feelings, but you have to realize that there is a flip side to those emotions. And there are pros to the situation you're going through. Even if it's hard to find them, you know, you can think about how you have a lot of independence. You have time to work on certain things that you maybe wouldn't have the time for if you had a kid, I simply rely on like, okay, if I really have faith and believe that everything happens in the perfect timing for me and everything's going to work out exactly as it should, then it literally lessens the pressure so much. Cause I'm like, okay, it's not the right time yet. And that yeah, that's awesome. makes me feel so comforted. Like, you know, up until, and, and it's so crazy too, because I look back and I'm like, again, things would just happen as as they should. So it would be fine. But I'm like, I am very happy now that I didn't get pregnant. When I first started trying, I would have literally a three and a half, a four-year-old right now. And my life would be completely different. And I love who I am now. And I love where I'm at. And so it's like, I don't know. I've just had this like major perspective change lately where don't get me wrong. I still have bummed out moments about certain things, but I'm also just feeling a lot of like abundance and gratitude lately. And that has completely changed my life and made me feel like I have so much going well in my life right now. Why would I focus on the one thing that like I wish could be different when, I don't know, it's almost like that desire has melted away a little bit and not my desire to be a mom, but just like that concept of like, the one thing I want isn't happening. I'm like, I don't have that perspective anymore. I don't think that's the one thing. Yeah. That's not. To me, it's not the one thing that I need to be focusing on. There are so many other facets of my life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That are great that I want to focus on. And when that happens, it'll be awesome. And I literally can't wait. But I don't know. I guess just focusing on the pros of your life. And that can be if you are a mom and you are feeling, like you said, isolated from your friends and like you're, there's all these cons, but there's a lot of pros to being a mother as well. And same with being single or whatever, you know, I just think it's easy to focus on the bad sometimes. 100%.
0: Oh, I love that for you. You 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 well-deserved redemption arc.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Deserved the sleigh era. Okay. And there better not be a flop coming. You deserve a three, <laughs> three year sleigh era, please. Of happiness. God, are you listening? Please.
0: And abundance. <laughs> well, it's true too. When you, when you do, like you were saying, when you focus on the pros, it also opens up opportunities because now you're looking at, oh, well now I have, I have a lot of time. Oh, what should I do with my time? Like maybe I can do this and this and this. Okay. My next one is I learned this year that supplements <laughs> are game changing and I never really took supplement supplementation seriously, I think, until this year. I would take um like a multivitamin or I would take a B12 or something like that. But I never really thought about supplementing with actual supplements. I would try, you know, in my eating perfectionism era, I would try to get all of my supplements in through different foods. And I would take it like very try and see which foods I made sure I get enough iron and enough all this stuff, which is important. But also I think this year finding supplements that I love that I know what they do for me. And I know, you know, which areas I may be lacking, you know, for example, if you have low energy, you're feeling very fatigued all the time, or you have indigestion or something like that, looking into maybe what you're low on and trying to add some supplements in to just make yourself feel a little better and give give yourself a proper shot at having, you know, a healthy, active, happy, day and routine because you're actually feeling energized and not like a slug or not like a literal sloth Sloth. at the age of the ripe age of 20. (laughs) So I'm learning not to starve my body of certain nutrients and just trying to be a little bit more well-rounded and like make sure I'm taking iron if I need it or making sure that I'm taking vitamin C or D if I'm feeling sick or, you know, whatever it is. And I really feel like it's I don't care if it's placebo at this fact, uh, at this uh, at this rate, but I'm very
1: happy I found them. What are your favorites? Like Symbiotica, yeah.
0: Symbiotica. I take my Ritual multivitamin, and Symbiotica has a great um, what's it called? Probiotic, and so does Seed. Uh, have you tried Seed's probiotic? I
1: haven't, but I've heard a lot of good things
0: about yeah, it. Yeah, they have um, a great one as well. And then Symbiotica just really has a lot of different what like isolated, I guess supplements. Like they just have a, you know, vitamin D one or whatever it mm-hmm. is that you can just take whenever. But I try and take like a few every single day. That's like the multivitamin. I try to take what is in the brain one. Do you know? I don't. It's, it's like a it's the brain one. I try and take that one in the B12, especially the B12. And also I haven't found a hair vitamin I, I quite love yet, but I need to try some more. Nice. So I want to be taking like a biotin or something. I think my multivitamin has that in there, but.
1: For some extra thick hair.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I need it. (laughs) That's something I've learned this year. I
1: love my hair more
0: than I thought I did.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Unfortunately, life does not come with a user manual. Really wish sometimes that it did. But when it's not working out for you, you're just not feeling yourself. If you're feeling stuck, that is very normal And honestly, navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel that way, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent. I think specifically for you guys listening, a lot of us are in our mid-20s trying to figure life out, but like I mentioned, it kind of doesn't even matter what phase of life you're in anything can just make you feel stuck. And therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. So there are just a ton of benefits in general to going to therapy, like learning coping skills, self-empowerment, dealing with trauma, etc. And as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus it's affordable, which is really great. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. And if things are not clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. There's no waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless search for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That is better help dot com slash what we said. If you have been thinking about therapy, definitely go check it out. It'll be linked in our description. Okay, my next one is you should not want to impress everyone. I saw this TikTok. I don't have I talked about this on the podcast. I don't know. I don't think I have. It was this guy saying that. You should not be like happy if you have haters, but kind of he was saying being polarizing is not a bad thing. and in fact, if everyone likes you, it probably means oh yeah, you're we be- you did talk about this, okay. yeah, it probably means you're being inauthentic to some degree because if you are 100% you're trying to be your most authentic self, there are going to be people who do not like it and they don't like you. (laughs) And you also shouldn't even want everyone's approval because some people are not the kind of people you would want to impress anyway. And that has been, I don't know, this year, I feel like I've dealt with for sure the most like internet hate that I've ever gotten. And some of it's lighthearted and funny, probably because of the Kendall Jenner stuff, but it, some of it's pretty <laughs> deep-rooted. And so if it cuts, some of it cuts deep. Yeah. And I, I've dealt with it more this year than than ever. And it's kind of weird because as I'm saying that, I realize that it's probably because I feel the most authentic to myself that I've ever felt. And I feel like I will say things now that I would have never said in the past on the internet because it's not even controversial necessarily just like giving my thoughts or my takes on things I just never would before because I didn't want to upset or have someone think, you know, think poorly of me I guess. Yeah. And now that I'm more comfortable and I will say certain things, I have seen the backlash of that and I've seen like the messages that I, I will get and I don't know. I guess it's just a little bit comforting to me to realize that that is just inevitable. And when, if you're going to be unapologetic, you have to expect that not everyone's going to like that. And that's 100% okay. But I think it makes receiving that hate a little bit easier for me. Yeah. To know that it's actually a good sign. Yeah. It just means like, send more hate, (laughs) send more, more, more. No, it just means I know that I'm being true to me Yeah, because you know, not everyone's going to like you. And that's fine. It's true. And when you're, when you're in front of, so the number
0: of people that like follow you and see your stuff is so much, actually, it would be crazy to literally have no hate. That would actually be really crazy. It
1: also just makes logical sense. Like it's, yeah, exactly. You just said it. It's, it would almost be concerning if there was no one that didn't like you'd be like, are that everyone who saw the Kendall Jenner joke thought it was funny. Yes. It's like you would just be a walking, I don't even know what, perfect person, I guess. That yeah, just doesn't I, even exist. No. No. Okay. And then, that's something, sorry, I was just going to say, that's something I would like, I want to drill in every single, well, every single person's head, but specifically if you're like a creator online, like people are going to say stuff yeah. and it's okay, yeah. you know, it's that's just inevitable and you can't really expect anything
0: different because if you go if you were to walk on the street and say some like the same thing like say i love apples or something to every single person or even something more controversial than that like i think apples are of the devil or something say it to every single person on the street like even to the 10 people one of them would say like where are you like you know be rude to you or something like that and you can't be like what well, how dare you like come back with a counter argument to me? It's like there's
1: just it's just bound. People just to be. don't like everyone. Yeah. And also, I will end with this piece of information, which is I think we may have talked about this too before, but this is very eye opening to me. OK, Trisha Paytas was saying one time that she has gotten. Well, let's first of all, think of who Trisha Paytas is and her polarizing character that she is online the ups and downs of her career she has been canceled multiple times yeah she's come back from it she's been liked she's been hated she has got she said in person she has gotten hate from a person actually face to face one time in her entire life and it was from a 12 year old david david dobrik fan And (laughs) and he was just like said something like david rocks you suck or something like that okay one of the most controversial influencers on the planet has gotten hate one time in person. The point being, no one's going to say a thing to your face. People just say stuff on the internet. And the internet is literally a virtual world. Like,
0: don't let it get to you.
1: Do not let it get to you. Mic drop.
0: Something I've learned this year is that femininity, we've been talking a lot about feminine energy this year but specifically feminine, fem, like embracing my feminine side is still, and it, it is femininity is strength and it's in its own way. And it's not in the way that I think sometimes we see it perceived thanks to the girl boss. I feel like era Movement. that we were in for a couple of years. And I think when we think about a, businesswoman or a strong woman or, you know, someone who's is, you know, quote unquote, a boss, babe, you think of somebody who is business savvy. And sometimes uh, I'll just speak for myself. I, I think of that as, well, I used to think of that as somebody who acts like a man, like in terms of the way that they speak to their coworkers. They're not afraid to be, mm, I'm trying to think of the word, like, they're not afraid to be
1: blunt or hard, aggressive
0: almost. Yeah. And the, I've never really, I know we're kind of the opposite on, on this one, but I've never felt like I really aligned with that. And I felt like when I tried to be like that, like keyword, I would try to be like that. It wasn't like naturally who I felt like I was. I would just not, it just wouldn't, first of all, it wouldn't work ever. And it just felt so inauthentic to who I was and it didn't feel like I was in my power at all. And I think this year specifically, I've just trying to navigate being a working mom. I've felt like, okay, I have to be the man when I'm working and the mom ma- and the woman when I'm home, when it just has nothing to do with gender. It's like my energy that I basically have throughout the world. It can be the same at home and at work. It does. I don't have to be like, okay, now I have to be more aggressive. And you know what I'm saying? And so I've really tried to, in all areas of my life, lean into my feminine energy more and try not to resist it so much and be like, okay, don't be so emotional. Don't be so, I guess, just like not docile. That's not a great word for it, but maybe fluid and like a little bit more go with the flow and sometimes not what's the opposite of like aggressive, like slower, I guess. Yeah. A little softer. And I've noticed that when I, when I do lean into that and I'm just more, like you said, authentic to who I actually am, I am in my flow and I'm, I feel so much more confident. I feel like myself and I feel like I'm embracing like who I'm meant to be and it feels way more freeing. And that's like something kind of silly and like small, I guess, because it really
1: mostly has to do with like working. But What's an example of, like, something that you would consider, like, not feminine energy or something that you were doing that now you do differently? uh, Feminine energy that I was not doing? No, like something that you were saying when I was trying to force being more aggressive, which I guess you would call masculine potentially. Like, yeah. Like what's something, what's an example of something you used to do that was that you were trying. You said like, I have to try and it felt more masculine and it wasn't aligned. So now you're doing the feminine version of it is like I, what I'm asking.
0: I feel like the tone in which I do a lot of things, it's not even necessarily what I do. It's not like mm. I'm like, and now I don't ask for raises. It's like, the tone in which I do things. I felt like I was trying to fit into um I'm trying to think of like something maybe that I did or said or something. I've used this example before, but even just like the way I email people, I felt like if I wasn't being super cold and like dun dun like hello, yes, that is what is that's what it is. You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, yeah. instead of like just speaking how I normally speak yeah. and being a little bit more like it's okay if I'm like Thank you so much. That's awesome with two exclamation points. Like that's a very simple, uh, silly example. But that's kind of what I mean more where I would be like, oh, it, it's almost like it takes me one more second to think like, oh, no, I have to like just put a period and like just speak more coldly and they have to know I mean business. So I'm like here, like I can't do that. I will not whatever, whatever, instead of, I don't know, just talking how I normally talk and just yeah. being me,
1: I guess. Definitely. I feel like any business will benefit from someone just being themselves. Like yeah. that is, you know, that's how businesses thrive is yeah. having people in their power <laughs> and in their flow. It always comes back to Gary V, not Gary V, <laughs> y'all. When
0: we were at our Dallas show, I literally brought, I brought up Gary Vee again. I think I brought him up once on the podcast before that. And then I brought him up <laughs> at the Dallas show and JC's like, Gary Vee must haunt your dreams. And I really used to consume a lot of self-help stuff that were from men. I would read self-help books written by men. I would read, watch videos by people, even like Ed Milet or like uh, Gary Vee. And I love Ed Milet. And I, I still think some of like a lot of their advice is great. But do you know what I'm saying? Like just the way that they're like, I'm a lion, like I'm this and this. And I'm like, okay, I've got to be more like that. Yeah. And I think it, it made me a little bit more just inauthentic and just a little bit more hard when my whole life I've felt like I was more fluid and go with the flow and a little bit more just, and and I felt like that's when a lot of good things happen to me is when I'm in that energy and that's just how I attract abundance into my life instead of being like push, shove, force.
1: Yes. You know what? I feel like Ed Milet recently has... Stepped into his feminine energy. Yes, <laughs> literally, I stand him. I, I feel. Love, like, I love. I still listen to his podcast. Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a while, actually. But I think that he lately has put more emotion and more, just not as much like push, push, push energy. Yeah, it's a little bit I don't softer. Know. It's a little bit softer. I like his approach a little bit more recently. Yeah,
0: um, like I would read books like "Get Get the F Out of Your Mind," like things like that, where right. it's just like constant. Just male energy, which, you know, is great. Everyone needs a little male energy, masculine energy in their life. But I think I had a little too much.
1: Yeah, definitely. Honestly, too much of anything is a bad thing. Like too much of self-help in general is just a bit much sometimes. Okay. This year I nailed down my nighttime like bed routine. It is immaculate and... I was thinking about this the other night. I was laying in bed. I'm like, wow, I've done it. Like I've made I literally it. have made it like I have done the I just have a very specific routine that makes me so happy. And I do it every single night. And let me give you a breakdown. So I got red light bulbs for our side for our like lights next to our beds. And I've had those for probably like, four months now. And I turn off all of the other lights. So it's just red light in our room. And at first, I was like, is this a little creepy? (laughs) But honestly, it brings some type of calm, like almost. It's like sunset. Yes. But also, I don't know how else to say this because it's not the correct word. Because yes, it's calm energy that it brings, but it also brings me weirdly this motivating type of energy where it's like, I feel like I'm living the life that I want. Mm, Does that make sense? Like yeah. when I walk in and my room's red and it's clean, I'm like, this is like, <laughs> yeah, I've made This it. is fitting. Yeah. So, okay, we got the red lights. Lots of benefits to red light at night. And it's great to not have blue light in your eyes at night as well. So I have water next to the bed in a cute. Oh, are we talking a cup? Oh, I was in
0: gonna a, say it's Stanley. In
1: a cute cup. Okay. I have the Osea Vegas Nerve Oil next to my bed and a lip mask. And I will either have a diffuser going or a candle. Depends on my mood. I have the Skinny Confidential Diffuser that she came out with with Canopy. It's amazing. And then I have a few more non-negotiables. My Kindle, I read every single night before bed. And my eye mask, which is just a Brooklinen silk mask that goes over the eyes. And I just have it right next to my bed. And right when I get done with my Kindle, I put it on and I push play on my brown noise. That's sounding Spotify. like a,
0: like a nineties, like rom-com, the beginning of a nineties rom-com, you know, when the <laughs> yeah. girl is just like her life's about, oh, like her life's had to, to be turned
1: upside down. Brad, It's like when her flop era is right <laughs> no, 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 the corner. You know what I mean? Like she has her life all together and then a man comes in, of course. Yes. 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 I already got the man. I don't got to worry about that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I do brown noise just on Spotify. Literally just look up brown noise. And I put that on. I just set it for an hour timer. So it just goes for an hour and then turns off. But I'm already asleep at that point. And that routine is beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. I'm like, again, this is the pros and cons thing. I'm like, I probably wouldn't have the, I probably would not have this, this, uh, you know, luxury, luxury. In another stage of life. So I will be taking advantage. Yeah. Literally, it feels like I'm just like out of spa or something. Like every night I was telling Laive, I'm like, I am so happy every night to get in bed because everything just feels so calm. And I I'll be on my phone sometimes, but I always end with the Kindle. And so it just feels very calming. That's very
0: meditative as well. Yeah. I love that. I'm jealous. No, you can still do that, I feel like, with kids. Maybe not like the first when they're a little newborn, but uh, you might just have interruptions, but yeah. you could still have the luxury. You might have a kid pulling your mask off in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. Mommy, I had a dream. <laughs> Literally. Don't push the, Don't touch the silk, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's sleeping. <laughs>
0: Please. Yesterday morning, Case woke up so early, and he was, like, in the middle of us in bed. And both of me and Nick were both kind of, like, kind of awake. He he woke up earlier than usual. And Case is so cute. Like I'll be kind of watching him while he's in the middle of us in the bed. And I'm like, okay, I, I have a little bit before I'm going to get up. And I'm just going to let him kind of, he just like kind of nuzzles his blanket and he's just being cute. And he goes, he like crawls over to Nick's side and Nick's face the other way. So his back is to us. And Case starts slapping his back and is like, and goes, da, 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 da. And I can just tell Nick's like, oh, like cute, but he's also so tired because he went to bed late and it's so early. It's like 530. And all of a sudden, like Nick turns around and I just see Case raise his arm like super high and almost like a Mario move literally jumps up and hits Nick so hard, like smashes down on Nick's nuts. <laughs> <Shiz>. <laughs> and it's like kind of dark. So it's like kind of like a peaceful, <laughs> cute moment. And then I just see his arm goes up. <laughs> And just some and he is strong too right now. He's in a strong, like, menace era. And Nick was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, we're done. I was like, I will be taking him out. I'm very sorry about that, but oh, <laughs> uh, so funny. Oh, that's so funny. The next one that I have is the thing that I've learned is that being kind will always be the best answer for me. Always. Like it just never fails me. Anytime I'm wanting to say something a little like rude or say a little bratty comment to like Nick or something. And I check myself and I'm like, just even though I'm feeling rage within me, whether it's postpartum rage or my period or whatever, it's like, or I'm just feeling like nothing's going my way today. And I'm feeling like I want to snap at him. I'm like, okay, let's take a deep breath. And through the, through the rage, I just, I'm like, you know, say it nicely, whatever it is.
1: Okay, you never regret being kind.
0: And I feel so much better afterwards. Let me tell you, I don't feel that way when I snap, when I say something and I'm just like, that was just not who I want to be. And I'm not proud of that. But I think that also bleeds into other areas of my life. If I'm, you know, at a restaurant, I'm not in a good mood or something. And I force myself to almost like push past like, okay, I know I'm feeling kind of bratty, but I bet if I smile at my server. Or say something nice, even though I don't feel like it, it will turn my day around. And sure enough, it always does.
1: Definitely. Fake it till you make it.
0: Mm-hmm. Shove then- your emotions <laughs> down deep, deep, deep. Just Be nice. <laughs> Never let anyone know you're struggling.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm not going to share all 11. Mine are kind of dumb. Love that. So let's see what's next. Okay. Well… I was listening to Tyson's astrology episode which was great. Oh, I need to listen. Loved it. This is batched so it hasn't it's not been a month. He literally said word for word what you said about like believing in god and astrology. He was like Tyson did. Yeah, he's like here's my theory like the moon creates the tides. Like we're 70% water. He literally said the exact same thing. I'm like, huh. you're kidding. Did he take that from me? I don't know. He said it was his theory. Interesting. But both I'm of coming for this, you, Tyson. Both of you guys have the same theory, but which I'm, I I'm putting also, a patent on it. Which, I'm like, it's also my theory as well. I've been telling everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I didn't make up that theory 100%. So I'm kidding. Uh, Where was I going? Oh, I was listening to the episode and they were talking about this all relates. Okay um, they were talking about each sign and kind of the thing about each sign that, you know, comes to mind. And Meg was explaining things and she was like, Capricorn. She's like, when I think of Capricorns, I think of money. And I think of someone who's super driven money, 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 like whatever. And Tyson's like, wait, is that what JC is? He's like, "Uh," like, it has to be. (laughs) And And then she like kept going and she's like, Yeah. It's like people that money,
0: not the money, money, money. Yeah. He's like,
1: it's people that will do whatever to get money, blah, blah, blah. And Tyson's like, oh, it's for sure, JC. Like, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. Cause I was wearing the Capricorn shirt when I dressed up as her. So he was establishing that I was Capricorn. And I had this moment of like, I feel like I've learned this year to, and it will be a continual lesson for sure. But how to get more money like, to become. <laughs> no, I've learned to accept parts of myself that I have in the past felt shame for. And one of those things, this was an example of it, is that concept of like money and just work and aesthetics and and that type of stuff has, I've always valued a lot. And I have felt shame for that sometimes because someone saying that, for instance, like, oh, money, money, money must be JC. I feel like that comment two or three years ago, I would have been like, oh, that's kind of materialistic. Yeah. That's what you think of when you think of me. It's like, oh, money, work, material things like that wouldn't be something that I was proud of a few years ago, even though maybe I'd even pretend like, oh, yeah, that's my thing or something. But Now I just feel a little bit more okay with the fact that I do value just working and my career and I really value money and being able to provide for myself and like buy myself nice things. And that's another thing, kind of an example of like something I'm willing to say now that I wouldn't have been willing to say even probably a year ago because I would have been scared like well, then people are going to think I'm materialistic. And now I'm like, maybe I am. And and I just can't help that that is something that I value a lot in life and that I enjoy, by the way. Like I enjoy literally being creative and working and making my own money. And that's how I've always been since I was very little. Like I just wanted to make my own money and do make my own choices with it and have that autonomy. So I was actually reading my birth chart a little bit just on the co-star app. And one of the things was like, you put a lot of value into material money and material possessions. And I was like, again, I just have this moment where I'm like, okay, that's not like, you know, Leif's was literally like, you put a lot of effort and value into your home and your family. And I'm like, that one sounds (laughs) a little more wholesome, but I was telling him, I'm like, but it's kind of cool that like we... And obviously I value those things too, of course. But it's like, this is a big part of who I am and it always has been. So when I just kind of, like you said, lean into it, I can be the best version of myself and I can like make amazing things happen for myself. And the fact that Leif and I are partners, we can kind of- Yeah, uh, equal each other out. Yeah, balance Balance each each other out. out in those ways. So anyway, I think just accepting things about myself this past year has been very freeing.
0: Yeah, it's weird, too, because if it was as you were saying that, I was just thinking if that was anything else, it wouldn't be like if it was like in your birth chart to love Marvel movies. It's like you (laughs) wouldn't be like, oh, everyone thinks of me when they think of Marvel. It's like, yeah, that you'd be excited about it. But because money has so many emotions attached to it, because it's like so problematic to so many people, just money in general, whether it's too much or too little, it's like even weird if you say I like money. Everybody likes money, like, to some extent. Everybody, like, wants to have money. I don't know a single person in my life that doesn't, but somebody has to be focused on the money and be making the money, you know? Yeah. So that's why we all have you. (laughs) (laughs) But there's nothing, you know what I mean? It's like there's literally nothing wrong with that at all.
1: Right. And there's so many that's the thing is there are so many dynamics and roles for everyone to play. And that's why I was saying like, even when you were talking about the feminine energy within working and stuff, it's like, it is not a benefit to you to try and force yourself yeah. to be masculine. It is actually a benefit to you to be in whatever energy feels right to you. Exactly. And that's the exact way I feel, but kind of reversed is like, it does not benefit me to try and be like, Oh, I'm this. No, I'm like, This soft girl, I don't need to like, you know, it's like, no, 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 I thrive doing that. So that's what I'm going to do, you know? Exactly.
0: And I think if you're younger than us listening to this, like we're both almost 28 years old now, it's not as easy to know exactly everything about yourself when you're 20 years old. Like if you're listening, you're 20, you're like, "I I think I know this about me. It's like both of us have gone through so much the last eight years since we were 20 years old to kind of figure out really where we thrive. And we're still not even there yet. So I think right. if you're like, we're just now kind of figuring out like, we're just supposed to be who we're meant to be. It's exactly. like, no duh. But I think it's, it's harder when you're younger to kind of know exactly where you thrive. So you just got to try it
1: all out. Yeah. You know? And I think when you were saying that, I was realizing like, when I'm talking about, I mean, this should be obvious, but we're all very multifaceted people. So when I'm talking about this subject of like money and hard work and whatever, that is, a part, that is a part of me, but it's not my whole personality. It's like, I think I'm mostly fixated on it in this moment because like you said, that in, in society, like money and all of that, it has a certain connotation, which has made this part of my personality harder for me to accept than other parts that are just like more quote unquote, I feel like mainstream where it's yeah. like, oh, that's not a weird thing to, yeah. to, to like your family and want it's like that's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there are many other parts to my personality that that I have. It's not like this is my entire persona is like all I care about is money. It's just yeah. that's something I value.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. My
1: next one. Wait, how many do you have left? I'll probably do like one short one and like two more. Okay. Or maybe I have, just one more.
0: I have four more, but I can just read one. That's very quick. It's literally one line and then I'll go into my next one. Cause yeah. like, the one this one doesn't go into what you were just saying but my next one does. This one is speak up for yourself even if it comes out awkward and shaky. Speak up for yourself if it's I've had to learn to do this with doctors, with family or like coworkers or anybody. If you I'm thinking specifically of doctors <laughs> like if you don't feel good and you want to say like hey, this is not feeling right and they're like yeah 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 that you go in and it's like a 2 minute checkup and you're like, okay, I guess they know me best. They know my body best. They don't, they don't know your body best. Only, you know, your body. So specifically for women, when you're doing like prenatal appointments or, you know, even your birth plan and stuff like that, like speak up for yourself. And it's okay if it doesn't sound like so confident and, you know, come out perfectly, just say what you want and what you feel. And it will make literally the difference of your life whether you are like, Hey, I just want to, I don't mean like your life, like you're going to die. That's not what I meant. I just mean like, it could change your life in a positive way Yeah, <laughs> to speak up for yourself. That's how I felt with my, you know, down yonder. I felt like I had something wrong with it for so long for like six months. I was just like, I guess this is how it is. I would go get checkup. Everything's fine. And then when I was like, no, some things I had to call my doctor and like tell them like, Hey, I really think something is not right. And I need to get it checked out. And that they finally kind of took me seriously. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, we can get a procedure and we can fix this up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I would have said, I wish I would have said something months ago. So that, that just goes for everybody. But the second one I have goes along with what you're saying is I wrote down, I've learned that money does not buy happiness it buys comfort, it buys ease, it buys peace of mind and it buys fun, but it does not buy real fulfillment. And I think as you were saying that I was thinking about, because I just saw my next one, it's like, they actually very much relate because when you say I like money, like I like making money, people might think that's how you think you are completely fulfilled in life is just if you have money, which maybe you feel more fulfilled than others when you are making money, because you feel like you're, you're it's it's more the principle of making money than mm-hmm. like having the physical money. And like, yeah, every, again, everyone likes nice things that like everybody likes material things and some more than others. And that's OK. Just like some people like Marvel movies more than others. That's some people like rap music more than other people. That's it's not like a, a character flaw, really. Yeah. And I think the same people who get that mixed up. If you say, I like money, they think that's a character flaw. The same people who think that money like does buy happiness. Right.
1: It's actually very true. It's like, I I think when you understand that it does not buy happiness and it never will, you're more open to being like, I love money. Cause it's like, I know that that's not the most important thing in life and Mm -hmm. that's what's going to make me happy. I know that my relationships and there, yeah, You know, there's a million other things that make me happier, but it's like you could still value it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just it's like I love tennis. I love being the best at tennis. I'm not speaking on myself. I'm just saying so, someone could say that like it fulfills me to work really hard at something. And if I win the trophy, yes, I love that, you know? Yeah. And anyways, I I was just thinking like this year specifically, I really felt grateful for where I am financially and I feel the need to thank everybody listening for listening to our podcast because it has like changed my life specifically both of our lives but I feel like where I was when we started the podcast financially versus where I am now I mean I feel like I've been pretty open about it throughout the years but is like so different. And on my life, I'm so grateful for where I am. And I think about that all the time, just like how grateful I am for the life that I live and how I don't have to stress about money as much as I used to. And the stress I have about money now is so different. It's it's more like looking forward and not looking backward. stress. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think if you think that more money will cure your problems, well, obviously it's not. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. Your life is still so valid. I think the reason I'm saying like the, where I am now versus where I was before my, yes, the things I'm able to do during the day have changed. A lot of things have changed for me, but the value of my life has not. Yes. And never when I was going through hard times the last couple of months, like, was I like, oh, but like, if I had enough money, like Kim Kardashian money, then I would feel better. Like I would be more confident in my body. I would feel less insecure. Absolutely not. Like just because you have money or followers or any of our fame or any of that. And I'm not saying I have fame or whatever, but I've seen a tiny percentage of what like, you know, these huge celebrities can or feel with, with fame and money and all that stuff where it's like, oh, you have people who are constantly validating you. That is what happiness is. Once I get to that point where people are commenting and watching my TikToks and, you know, liking my Instagram posts, then I will finally feel happy. And I can literally tell you not one person I know that that happens to is…
1: It's the opposite. It's quite the opposite. Yeah, it's quite the opposite. I feel like all that does is add more noise into your life.
0: Like… 100%. I just, I want to like tell you guys, because I feel, I'm like talking to myself like five years ago that your life is valid and you are so special on this earth. Even if no one watches your TikToks, even if you don't have enough money to buy the nice new thing that you wanted for someone for Christmas or like buy the nicest new stroller for your baby. And you're not thought like Coolest mom on the block with the brand new, like brand new baby clothes and brand new shoes of the season. Like your life still matters. You matter. And you're so special to people around you, to yourself, especially. And you just need to take that knowledge and just go through this world boldly and with excellence and do your best because it just doesn't matter. So stop like focusing on trying to be TikTok famous or Instagram famous or, you know, viral or things like that, because you're just chasing an endless like race to disappointment and sadness. Yes.
1: It's literally so trivial. And I feel like that is also very evident. If you ever have something like a health scare or anything like that in life, you're just like, goodbye. Don't care. Like I literally, my TikTok kid, go away, my entire bank account. And it's like, I do not care as long as I have like my family or my friends. So that is a very good reminder. And I feel like also just in today's world, it's like people are just very, I don't know. There's a lot of that chasing type of like. It's uh, just a distraction to like distract you from living your actual best
0: life. Again, if that's something you want to do and it comes effortlessly to you and you, you want to pursue that like any other job, that's great. I'm not saying don't like Everyone, stay away from being content creator. Yeah. By no means, I love like the life that we live is amazing. So, I'm not saying by any means it's bad, but I'm just saying if you're yeah, if you're looking for if you think it's going to solve all your problems, and you're just like, well, once that happens, if you know, once that happens, I'll
1: finally feel
0: happy. Yes, you are in for a
1: very rude you're awakening. in for a treat. Let me tell you, yeah, 100. percent I agree. Well, my last one is just that life is not that serious don't take yourself too seriously, wear whatever you want, hang out with whoever you want, do whatever you want, try new things. Don't be afraid to look stupid. And I just think like I have had a few very vivid moments for me this year specifically, where that just comes into focus so clearly. Like it's almost like takes my breath away. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like we literally have one chance at life that we know of. We there, you have one chance to be 25 years old. You have one chance to be 26, one chance to be 27. Like the, the years just fly by and it just makes me so want to do whatever I want and not care, not be bogged down by like people's opinions. Like, you know what I mean? I think that's just, I guess Personally, that's just something I've struggled with for a long time is that people pleasing mentality of like, I don't want to come across weird or like, I don't want to offend someone or have them look at me like a certain way. I always just want peace in my life. I want everyone around me to be happy. And I still want that, of course, but it's like, I'm not trying to say it in a selfish way of like, do whatever you want, step on everyone to get what you want. That's not what I mean. But just don't be afraid to branch out with your outfits or you know what I mean? Like, take a, take, risk. take a risk or ask your friends to hang out, even if you're usually not the one that plans things. Like, just take risks and have fun because literally, this life is all we get. And I know I don't want to spend it like just scared of yeah. what other people are going to think of my choices. Preach. I have two more, by
0: the way, but I'll just mash them into one. Okay. Because they're kind of similar. So, it's very similar to what you were just saying. So, this is a good round rounding out. I've learned that no one is going to change me for me. I'm the only one that can change myself. It's, and also with that, it's never too late to start. So if you want to change something, don't be like, well, I should have done that years ago. You can literally do it today. Being behind is just an illusion that you have created in your own mind. There is no timeline to life. Just stop comparing yourself to other people and their timeline and what they're doing, and just start now. I would feel that way, like a specific example with postpartum, like my fitness journey. I would always I felt so behind that I that I didn't work out that much while I was pregnant. I'm like, oh, I should have been doing some more. So now I'm behind. So now, what's the point in even starting? Because everybody else has a six pack right? Right away, and they snapped back and I'm just like feeling so out of shape and I have no muscle tone, whatever. So what's the point? And one day I just looked at myself and was like, oh my gosh, ew, stop being a baby. Like just, just start. It's okay. If you're literally the worst person at the gym, no one's looking at you. No one cares. Why do you care? Just go and start and see how, see how bad it really is. Why don't you just test it out? Give it a shot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. See how out of shape you really are. And I actually was pleasantly surprised where it's like, oh, I'm not like this absolute scum of the earth. Like I thought I was, I can, I can start today and that will change your life. Just knowing no matter how old you are, no matter how far behind you feel, you are, like you
1: said, in perfect timing
0: for your yeah. life.
1: Yes. And you're more than capable of making a change.
0: I wanted to read this TikTok with that one that I saw on my For You page and it is a little, uh, it's a wake up call. And when I read it and all the comments were like, oh, okay. <laughs> and the, the video literally says, this video is about to hurt your feelings. It's her TikTok is underscore Helen O O K E K E. That's how you spell it. Not that's not how you spell it. Helen, that's her last name. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Helen, you never heard it spelled like this with a K. It says, as much as you're an incredible person with endless potential, you know in your heart that this isn't good enough. You wake up every day and continue the cycle of unfulfilling, instant gratification and never-ending procrastination. You have things to do. You have things to accomplish, yet you sit there and disrespect yourself by ignoring your limitless potential. You disrespect yourself by eating junk all day long. You disrespect yourself by hanging around people who don't value you. You disrespect yourself by acting like you don't know what needs to be done when you know exactly what you need to do to improve your life this really isn't funny anymore. Each day that passes a, is a day that is genuinely gone forever. You seriously need to snap out of this rut and make things happen in your life. And I literally, my jaw dropped before <laughs> when I read that. <laughs> but it kind of, it reminded me of that, like that day when I was like, I just got to start working out. Stop being a baby about it. Like enough is enough. And I think all of us get to that point on our own most of the time, like where we're just like, okay, enough is enough. Yes. I'm done. It's like you were saying, like I'm done taking people's opinions. Like this is just- this this is comical at this point. But I think that uh keeping that in mind that, you know, it's not like the, the what I wanted to end with my last one is that everything comes to an end. And this year, that is the thing that has been abundantly clear to me, is that I think Indy said it, like when I had case, like I literally felt this weird sadness. It's like almost like a beautiful sadness and you're so happy and you're, you feel such deep joy, but you also have this like weird feeling, like a weird feeling you can't describe. And it's not, sadness is not even a way to describe it. But, and Indy was like, oh, it's this book. And it's called, uh, she talks about how all of a sudden it's so clear how everything comes to an end. And that sounds really sad, but it really has made me this year just be so present and just like appreciate every moment of my life. Because you never know if it's going to be your last day. If it's going to be somebody who loves last day. Like you literally, you feel invincible. But you just never know. It might be the last holiday you have with like somebody that you love. It might be even the last holiday with all your siblings home. You never know when the last time is. And we all like, like have one life. And it comes to an end. And so that's not to make you feel sad or make you feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to go crawl in a hole and just wait for that day. It should be the opposite. It's like, this is, this might be the last holiday season with people I know. Like, this might be the last, I don't know, time that I see this person on my daily walk or, you know, at my favorite restaurant. You literally never know. So just take more deep breaths, just notice your surroundings. Like when you're hugging somebody, just like, really feel their hug like try and almost like swallow it and just appreciate it because you just you never know and life is so fragile and and it's that's why it's so beautiful and and that's why it's so exciting and fun because it's just full of ups and downs and we're just like on this roller coaster of life and it feels like the older you get just the faster it goes and you literally are like oh my gosh like are we gonna take a break soon and it just keeps going faster and faster and faster and faster and faster and so i have just learned to take a deep breath and just enjoy the ride yeah and
1: it also makes those just again those little petty things kind of dissipate when when you really have that perspective which is hard to have all the time of course and you're going to have arguments with people or whatever but it's like it just makes those things feel so silly i I think about that often if I'm ever annoyed with someone that's like very someone I'm very close to in my life. I and I don't know if this is unhealthy or or healthy, but I will literally picture them dying the next day. And I'm like, oh, I don't care at all. Like, this is so silly. Like a little annoyance that I have with whoever. I'm just like, I don't care. Like it's not worth. Again, you're allowed to have your emotions and they're valid. But at the same time, it's like. Life is so short and it just makes me want to like just be done with the petty yeah. feelings and things like that. 100%. Whoa, that was a long episode. That was a doozy. The last one of 2022, though, we had to go out with a bang. Well, kind of like Chelsea said a little bit ago. I just want buy our merch. <laughs> to... <laughs> I like money. Remember that. No, I literally emotionally manipulate all of them to like <laughs> buy our stuff for like and. We only have one chance to come to (laughs) our shows. So make sure you're following our Instagram. (laughs) One chance for this merch collection. Remember that. It sells out in minutes. It too comes to an end. I just want you guys to know how insanely grateful I feel for all of you. You guys have just, you allow us to literally live our dream life. And it's, it's not something that I think we just consider work where we're like, I don't know. We text each other literally all the time, like on Thanksgiving. And we're like, Chelsea and I are texting each other saying like, we're so grateful for each other. But like you guys come into the picture literally every, like every single holiday where I'm like texting you, like, I love you. I'm I'm (laughs) grateful for you. I'm like, I cannot believe that we get to do this podcast together. And that we live five minutes apart. And like, I don't think you guys understand. It affects our real life so much. Like, I almost
0: feel awkward when I meet listeners because I'm like, no, I literally owe you so much. I almost feel like you're, you're like a tax collector. Like, <laughs> like,
1: let me pay you. Literally. No, we just, it, it's, it's so much deeper, I think, than like even just, oh, we're grateful. This is a cool job. It's like, no, like Chelsea and I have been best friends since we were 15 years old. And like the fact that we get to work together and we get to live five minutes from each other in our dream location and just get to be such a huge part of each other's lives. Like that to be is like better than any amount of money. Like I'm just so grateful. And I think it's the just it's our dream. So anyway, <laughs> I just hope you guys know how grateful we are. Like truly, it's not just something that we say to like be nice at the end of the yeah. year or something like it's we really mean every word of that. So thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast this year. This was a really crazy year for us. We were able to do live shows again and it was just an awesome year. So thank you for everything that you did and that you guys really showed up for us and we really appreciate you. Go follow our Instagram. That being said, go follow (laughs) us if you're interested. We love you guys so, so much. And that's that's what what we said. said. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.